All right, we're live now. Well, I'm not really live. I'm actually recording a video. I think I'm going to get away from uh, the live streams and just do short little regular videos like this from now on. So, hello out there in internet land. Um, my name's Brandon Kraft. Uh, you all know me if you watch my videos, but if you're not familiar with me, I'm just a guy on the internet. I run a website called pristinegrace.org. It's not a very popular one. It's dedicated to the uh, the gospel. Um, I live here in Ashland, Kentucky, and I uh, believe in the doctrines of sovereign grace. Free and sovereign grace, that is. Let's see. Um, a lot of things going on since my last, last podcast. I think it was... October, November, November, I think it was just before the election. And that election really threw me for, for a loop. I uh, got really involved in reading all the news. Started uh, paying attention to uh, uh, current events, maybe more than I should have. And uh, let's see. I, uh, I just stopped making videos and you know that tends to be my my way of doing things anyway i get involved with something hot and heavy and then i put it aside and i focus on something else you'll you notice that that's just the way i am i'm on and off on and off hot and cold but i'm pretty steady eddie too with a lot of different things i i mean i continue to go to church continue to work continue to provide for my family but uh i've got a lot of things that i'm doing i like to program i like to design software. I'm busy with work. Oh boy, was I ever busy with work. Um, had a big reorg. And let's see. Uh, yeah, just a lot, just life. Life has been going on. My dog died. Shed a lot of tears over my dog, Jake. He died uh, uh, a, few, a couple weeks ago. Had taken him to the vet on New Year's Day and have him put to sleep and oh that was just awful I I've done some bad things hard things in my life and I'd say that's one of the hardest things I've had to do but uh you know I I got over that the the I mean the grief is still there but it's, I'm able to function pretty well now let's see no yeah, this election thing. I uh, I don't believe Donald Trump lost the election. I don't think Biden will be a legitimate president if he is installed. I mean, constitutionally, you, you know, there's so many things that are wrong with this last election that I just, I don't want to get into it. I... I just think it was stolen. And if Biden is installed as our president, I believe uh, we are living in essentially a totalitarian form of government, meaning our votes really don't matter anymore. And, you know, come to think of it, our votes have never really mattered all that much anyway. That's just an illusion that uh, we were living under to make us think that we had some sort of say in our government. 
the uh, Republicans and the Democrats, they're all cut from the same cloth. I think really what happens is a bunch of criminals get together. They sit down together at the table and they say, hey, we're going to really deceive the American people to get what we want. And, they're gonna, and they sit down and they look at each other and they say, okay, Joey, you know, for this uh, this round, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be a Republican, and S Susanna, you're gonna have to be a Democrat, and and we're both going to pretend they're both gonna pretend to fight each other, but in reality, they're working on the same team, and that's what I think we've been seeing almost all of our lives. We've been living under an illusion. We are de we've been deceived. We've been living almost in a kind of matrix, if you will. And so, really, that's kind of very similar to the way we lived our lives before we were believers in the gospel as well. We lived, we lived deceived and unaware of what was really going on. Okay? So, yeah, in the spiritual realm, we were, we've been deceived. And I think even in our even in our every 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 aspect of our lives we've been living under deception and for me i feel like i can finally see clearly everything that's going on you know relatively compared to what i was just even a few years ago before donald trump became president donald trump's really the guy who who uh was responsible for removing a lot of the political binder, blinders that I had. Let's see, growing up, I was always a staunch Republican. My family was a Ronald Reagan-loving household. When uh, Ronald Reagan ran again against, uh, who was it? Uh, first, it was Carter, then Mondale. You know, I remember doing the little... <laughs> school election and of course Ronald Reagan won and only a few kids in the class voted for Mondale then I just naively assumed and so did everybody else that I knew we just naively assumed that George uh, Bush senior was basically the uh, continuation of the Reagan the Reagan uh, years and of course I was a kid I didn't know much at the time was really upset when Bill Clinton beat out George Bush Sr. for a sec. And uh, I was a big Bob Dole fan and George Bush Jr. fan. And I've been on the Republican side of things my whole life. Looking back now, I realized they were all just a bunch of criminals. They, uh, they weren't interested in actually serving. I, I think they were just interested in uh, lining their own pockets and and uh, serving their own criminal masterminds, if you will. And I could go down the rabbit hole and really get into what I think has been going on in this nation and the world for generations. But, you know, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, if you will, but uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to use this platform for that. There are other places you can go to, to, to really go down that rabbit hole. But I think it's, it, it's a good, uh, 
I'm just speaking off the cuff here. I have nothing prepared for tonight. I just, I think it's a good parallel to who we are as believers in the gospel. We, 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 we are born to this world completely deceived. We're born to this world unaware of our own inability to to worship God, to 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 love God. To we are born in total depravity. We're born speaking lies, as the scriptures put it. We um, we don't know what's going on, and it's not until we actually really see ourselves as sinners and need redemption do we begin to understand who God is and how big he is and how much in charge he truly is and the uh, old way of thinking gives way for a new paradigm and the new paradigm is obviously God's in control uh, Jesus has died for his people and he has accomplished salvation redemption is uh 100% guaranteed it's it's secure and there's nothing i can do to gain it or even lose it and once you once you comprehend that that everything is predestinated perfectly for the benefit of god's people and that everything in this world is working according to plan well you begin to think differently about other things in life as well and and i guess you could say there's some sort of correlation between coming to believe the gospel as a believer and of course uh and now my eyes have been opened even further and you know with the political realm and it just goes to show you how deceived we were how deceived we've been all of our lives in many different areas. And as I get older, I begin to awaken to the reality of the world around me. And I think it goes even deeper than just modern life and, of course, our spiritual life as believers. I think it's uh, even history itself. History itself. What is it that we have learned or been taught in school or uh, just from your from your parents about the history of this world, such as let's say World War II, for example, and the events that occurred in World War II. What do we believe about those events that aren't true? Would it surprise you in the least, knowing what you now know about our government, that maybe the events of World War II are completely off the wall? Uh, let's not off the wall. Let's see, uh, completely fabricated in some degree, and that uh, there was a lot of propaganda, not just uh, on the United States enemy's side, but also on our side. Um, I would now. I would. And going all the way back to the Civil War, the Revolutionary War. Uh, all of our understanding of history, I would not be surprised if we have a very grossly large erroneous understanding of history. And very much the same way that we had an erroneous understanding of salvation in Christ. 
obviously, you know, the free free willism is a lie. You can't you can't will your way into salvation, and that's the understanding that many of us were raised upon, under and taught and coming to believe the gospel was very eye-opening. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I, I just I'm rambling now. But I just find uh it all pretty fascinating. So tonight is the eve of the inauguration. There's all kinds of rumors going around such as this guy is being arrested and Donald Trump's gonna pull a, a card out of his sleeve and play his Trump card, if you will, and uh, manage to stay in office for another four years. Or the military's gonna step in and save us from tyranny and totalitarianism. You know what? I don't know what the I don't know if those rumors are true or not. It wouldn't surprise me. But I do know one thing, and this gives me consolation and gives me rest and peace. And that is God is in control of all things. He's He's working things out perfectly according to his glorious plan, for his glory and for the good of his people and those who love him. And that gives me peace. I know there are a lot of people that are going to go to bed tonight or worried to death. They're scared to death that when they wake up tomorrow, their lives are going to be over. But their lives truly are never theirs anyway. We don't live for ourselves. We don't live... We shouldn't be living for ourselves. We should be living for God. We should be living for our Father in Heaven who redeemed us. If you're a believer, that's why you live. And understand that this is His play. This is His show. It's not ours. And no matter what happens, if we were to be struck dead tomorrow, we get to go to Heaven. So I don't have a fear of dying. What I don't like to see is those around me die and I don't like to see those around me suffer and you know speaking of suffering you know my dog he caught a uh, fungus called blastomycosis or histomycosis and what it is is these dogs uh, just pick it up off the ground a couple spores um, they sniff them up and next thing you know this fungus starts growing inside their lungs and uh, to the point they start to cough and be, and you take them to the vet on the first sign of a cough and they, they do an x-ray and they tell you, oh, it's fatal, most likely. And that's what happens. It's a very aggressive form of cancer almost. It's not cancer, but it's almost like it. And it, it took my dog from me very suddenly. And I know I'm going to get a lot of heat over this. But I'm just going to say it right now. I believe dogs are not just uh, objects. They're just not material things. This goes for all animals. I believe there's a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I, idealist. I'm an idealist. Uh, I, I believe... I'm not... I don't... I believe there is some sort of immaterial thing that makes me, me, okay? Meaning that uh, I'm not just flesh and bone, but I'm a soul, okay? And when this this body 
is departs from me. Well, when I when when this body decays and goes into the ground, I believe I keep on living. And we've gone over this before on, on my, my videos. I believe that I will be eventually, this body will be resurrected and I'll have a new body. But I also believe that there's part of me that's not necessarily uh, electrical uh, signals within my brain. Okay, I believe there's something greater than that. And I believe that's the case also with maybe animals. Uh, the Gus's top lady, he went into that and he actually gave a speech defending on the reason why you shouldn't be cruel to animals. And, you know, I don't think all dogs go to heaven or anything like that. But anyway, I think God gives us these pets. He gave me these pets. And having him suffer and die and weeping and the sadness of having to put him to sleep and to relieve him of his suffering. And as a family, the three of us just, I know it's not the same thing as a human being, but he was a, a big part of our lives. And having to say goodbye to that, having to, um, shed our tears and say goodbye to a good friend who's always been there for us and has always been kind to us. It was very difficult, very sad, but I'm grateful for the experience because I don't know, it seems like it, it refocused my attention on, on, onto God himself. And I, I, the experience led me back into God's arms in some ways. I um, got caught up in the election and current events, and next thing you know, my dog's dying. And yeah, it, it tends to give you a little bit of perspective. And then you look around, and you see your wife and your son and your parents, and you see everybody around you just fading away. And you know that pretty soon they're going to pass and they're going to go into the ground, and you're not going to see them again, not until you. Not till sometime in the future. And that's a hard thing to do, deal with as, as a believer, even. I Death is not something I enjoy contemplating. Death is not something I even like to talk about all that much. But it's something that we're going to have to face, every one of us. And losing a dog and saying goodbye to that is just a small piece of preparation, I think. Oh well, I um, I don't mind dying myself. I don't mind passing away because I know that to die is to gain, and I'll be with the Lord. But I I have a hard time just between the two of us. I struggle with the thoughts of the death of my loved ones, and it kills me almost to think that I might have to say goodbye to them. And I don't know. I know that's all part of God's plan. And, you know, I lost my grandmother last year and that was hard, but she was in her nineties and, you know, you kind of, ex kind of see it coming. You see it coming for maybe a decade or two and kind of prepare yourself mentally for it. But when it comes on suddenly with somebody, you don't expect it. Oh, that's hard. That's just really, really hard. 
and even for a dog too. Oh well. I want to thank uh, Debbie Peck for the beautiful, the beautiful uh, portrait she made for me. It really meant a lot to me when I first saw it. I busted out in tears and <sighs> I miss that dog. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to make more videos like these. I kind of like the idea of just making a video and then uploading it later. Not necessarily tied to a schedule for a live stream. I can do these at any time, upload them, put them on my website, put them on um, BitChute or Sermon Audio. And, uh, yeah, I, I might do more than just my office. I might go outside or some other different scenery from time to time. And I might do more of these uh, off-the-cuff, unprepared uh, monologues. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, had a good time uh, visiting Drew and Melinda Dietz and the church down in Jackson, Missouri a couple weeks ago. Great time. And I'm loving it here in Ashland, Kentucky. I, I gotta say, Ashland fits me like a glove. I love it here in Kentucky. And I love the church at 13th Street, Baptist Church. So, I'm just happy to be here and very thankful for all the Lord, all that the Lord's done for me. Very thankful to have a job. I know a lot of you out there are struggling. I know a lot of you are having a hard time. Um, you know, if you if you need somebody to talk to, give me a call. I'm happy to talk. Happy to listen. And um, that's about all I got for tonight. Um, thanks for listening, and y'all have a great night. Bye-bye.